These are the words of an old song written in 1911. This story came out of the 70s. The 70s were the days of the Jesus movement, but then there were cool secular songs that related to Jesus. Remember, put your hand in the hand of the man who stilled the water. And then remember the nuns that sang the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed. And it was so great to be a Christian in those days to listen to secular people worshiping Jesus. Don't even begin to talk about country music. Not necessarily Christians, but great music. Little is known of this story which happened in the classical world. A man named Alan Powers made a documentary in London, on a particular area of London where homeless people lived, interviewing them and recording them singing. Most of them were drunken and singing parts of opera songs and other kind of songs. And he made his documentary. A man named Gavin Bryars helped him. When the project was over, Gavin Bryars had a collection of recordings, this is audio, that he took home to listen to see if he could do anything with. And he found this little song that if he ended it at just the right place, it created 13 bars, and it was a loop. You could just start right back with the last line. So the last line was, Jesus' blood never filled me yet, which is the first line, Jesus' blood never filled me yet. And he created this loop and took it to a studio in Leicester. Now, a studio was a room off of a large gallery where artists were working. And he had the loop working. Now he's going to consider what to do with this loop, maybe add some music to it. He left his office open and went to go grab a coffee down the street. When he came back, the gallery was very quiet, and some people were weeping. He thought, what happened? And he heard the homeless person's voice. It was a sober man. They interviewed and recorded him singing this little song. It was this loop. And he realized, I've got something here. So he took it and layered it with strings and brass and percussion and created an LP song of this for 23 minutes. And then cassettes became a big thing in the later 70s, so he recorded a 60-minute version of this. And then when CDs became a thing, he recorded a 74-minute version of this song, layering the strings with the percussion and the brass, and he added a human voice, a well-known singer at that time named Tom Waits. Not a beautiful voice, but a powerful voice. Added it to it. And it became a hit in the classical world. Some people really love the minimalist approach to simplicity, but the building is just a beautiful song. One night in Canada, a DJ played the CD, 74 minutes. People called the police, thought something was wrong. With the DJ, the song never ended. But reports came in from across the city, I don't remember where it was in Canada, of marriages being touched and people's depression being ministered to by this song. We're going to listen to it today. Have no fear, it's not the whole CD, it's a four-minute version. <laughs> in 2019, they had a live concert of this song that was overnight. It was for 12 hours. Something else. It's a reflection on the blood of Jesus. So while we listen to it, I want you just in your heart to draw near to the Lord. Just say, Jesus, I, I want to have a closer walk with you. And I really want to believe in you. And I believe you can eat and drink, don't sleep, but eat and drink the reality of what Jesus did for us by these words of faith. Jesus' blood never failed me yet, never failed me yet. Jesus' blood never failed me yet. This one thing I know, for he loves me 
So, listen to this. Peter's blood never fell in me. Yet, never fell in me. Yet, Jesus' blood never fell in me. Yet, this one thing I know, for he loved me so. Jesus' blood never fell in me. Yet, never fell in me. Yet, Jesus' blood never fell in me. Yet, this one thing I know.
The 12-hour-long concert took place in London at the Tate Modern Art Museum. Four members of the orchestra were Gavin Breyer's children. I think sometimes in Christianity we gain our theology from definitions, as I just shared some here today, and mental assent, but we don't really drink in and apply the truth of said words to every single area of your life. It can happen when we're in the pits of despair, but why do we have to wait till we're in the pits of despair to gain a full revelation of the grace of God for us? I shared this song in 2008. Around the time a family in the church, a sister-in-law family had a baby girl named Journey Faith. And Journey Faith was not able to eat because a significant section of her intestines were fused. So she spent days and weeks at Cook's Children's Hospital. And the early part of that scary experience for them, Shannon, the father, was praying night and day and trying to go to the Word for comfort, but his mind was just too, too rattled to even read. But he remembered this song. And for three days, he would walk the aisles on that floor singing that song in the waiting room. People looked at him like he was crazy, but he was drawing comfort to him, applying the significance of the blood of Christ to that specific situation. Jesus' blood never failed me yet, never failed me yet. Jesus' blood never failed me yet. This one thing I know, for he loves me so. Jesus' blood never failed me yet. The Lord brought him through three dark days, and then the faith he had was strong. Would you and I please consider applying the truth and importance and relevance and significance of the blood of Jesus to your life? to your family's life, to your community, and especially to the people you cannot stand, to the point that it has an impact in light of all the other truths. Apply this deeply so that all the truths and promises of the new covenant are yours to have without a doubt because of the blood of Jesus. May a level of gratefulness and gratitude and thankfulness Arise in our heart and may ingratitude and unthankfulness be flushed out of our lives for the rest of our lives because of the blood of Jesus. We have life because of his life. His blood is synonymous with his sinless life. That baby came out of Cook's Children's Hospital almost 16 years ago. She's a student in high school in Alito. And her dream is to be an engineer. Go journey faith. Amen. The weapon of truth works in anyone's hand. And just because you had a revelation that you held to in the past, now here's a new battle. Oh, no, it didn't work. No, it did work. Just use the weapon again. The enemy's relentless. He'll come back with the same temptation another way. Why? To wear you down to think it didn't work. Let me ask you, who's going to eat today? What's wrong? Didn't you eat yesterday? Just as relentless and hunger and thirst can be, 
The enemy is. He's predictable, like water to a leak. He's coming in. But the weapons that defeated him in the past will defeat him in the future and in the present. Lord, by your grace, we will build our lives upon your love. That's really what it's all about. Your love's a firm foundation, the revelation of your blood. And we will trust in you and your blood and your love alone, and we will not be shaken. May the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you and lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Go in victory. If you're unemployed, go by faith and start putting in some applications. Stop being the king of excuses. By the blood of Jesus, we are redeemed. We will not be shaken. Go get them, tigers. God bless you. I love you so much.